0: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About It. I am Carl Cook Jr., here with my partner in crime back again. Charles Hyman, good to see you, man. Good, thanks for having me back, man. I'm excited. Let's get this going. Well... Got to bring up something to you from the last time you were here. We got to talk about your boy Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, last time we were talking about him, he was on your team, wasn't he? He was, uh, yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> so you got me choked up over here about this stuff. So uh, we'll get into that later on with NFL news. But we're gonna talk. Uh, it's been about one week now since you called me and talked to me about the uh, Kobe Bryant incident. Yeah still kind of hard to believe I'm pretty sure both of us still aren't even ready for the Super Bowl um, I'll leave, leave the floor to you so you could tell everybody where you were at how you're feeling over this I'm still not processing this and uh, I'll leave it to you what's your reaction how it's impacted you and uh floor is yours yeah I found out I was
1: at home actually um, you know just a normal day at home on a Sunday uh, I get this text message from my nephew, and all I see is no. And I look, pull up on my phone, and sure enough, he had sent a picture of Kobe Bryant, saying that he died in a helicopter crash. And I'm thinking, no, this, this is this is fake. So I told him, yeah, I haven't got no update yet, man. So it's probably fake. Like, don't don't waste your time on this. Then I start really thinking about it, and I look it up, and first thing I see is TMZ, Kobe Bryant among. Dead in the helicopter crash. What? Like, so then I pick up the phone and I give you a call. Yep. I tell you this can't be true, right? Tell me it's not true, and you say no, he wasn't on that plane, man. TMZ would have confirmed it. Yeah. And I say, well, I'm looking on TMZ. Look it up. And from that moment on, it All started right. popping up on the news. Started popping up right. uh, on the ESPNs. Right. Just everywhere you turn, the channel it was popping up. Kobe Bryant dead in a helicopter crash. Uh, so from that point on, I just couldn't believe it, as we all couldn't have. Sat in the room, you know, watching the CNN, that's the first place I saw it on, and then I switched over to ESPN, sure enough, late breaking, I was watching it, bawled for a little bit, cried, as we all did, um, and I just couldn't believe that the idol that we've watched for so many years was gone. And it's more than just basketball. You know, I think uh, when Kobe retired, we thought, oh, this is the end of Kobe, like, we're not going to be able to see
0: him no more. It's going to be different. Me and you were actually worried for him because he was so into basketball that, like, we were worried on what he was going to do after basketball.
1: Yeah, I was hoping he'd come coach with the Lakers. <laughs>
0: yes. I was hoping he'd be at least a GM or something. Yeah. But I remember watching that thing on first take where he's like, I don't want no part of basketball. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, man. And he was okay with that. You know,
1: he, he was at peace. <clears throat> and when we were thinking, like, this is going to be the end of the Kobe, like, we're not going to see Kobe no more, I felt like we were getting to know Kobe a little more. You know, he was winning Oscars, Emmys, whatever. Um, He wrote a book. He was popping up on late-night shows. and Then you start hearing about his daughter. Uh, Have you seen his daughter, by the way? Did you see her play her games? No, I just watched some videos. Dude, she was a talent. She was such a good talent. I wasn't able to to watch her actually play, just, you know, videos popping up. Uh, So I think Kobe was actually making himself more known. Um, On retirement as well. And he's done so much stuff after retirement. I think that's what broke people a lot. Was he... Even off the court, he still had mama mentality. Yeah.
0: Well, do you remember that commercial that he uh, did with Kanye West where he goes... Where he asked him, are you a different animal but the same beast? Yes. And he goes, what the... Does that mean, Kobe Bryant? (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah. I think that's what he meant because... He stopped playing basketball, but he used that mentality to win an Oscar right a year after he retired. Yeah. So, I, you know, now that I think about it, I think that's what he meant. You're a different animal, but you're still the same beast. Is you still do stick with what you want to do. I, I have this video of, snippet of him that I listen to every morning. And I don't know. I have it on my Facebook and you can look at it. It's where he talks about. If you're some, be happy with what you're doing, and if you have something you believe in, to do everything you can to make it happen. I, I don't know if you feel like this, but I'm not. I'm not ready for the Super Bowl today. No, no I'm. I'm not ready. Which we'll get into later on. Yeah. I. I'm still not over this. It. Th- we talked to each other Friday when they had the tribute. We were both crying. Still, I mean, it's just. It's hard to process. I mean, he had just started going to games again with Gigi. We saw him with Gigi going to games. She was such a good talent. And actually, uh, my girlfriend's aunt saw him in Fresno not that long ago. Yeah, uh, I, I think it was probably just to recruit teams because apparently a team for Fresno <clears throat> was at the academy. They were waiting for him. Yes. They were waiting for him, yeah. yeah. So I think he was here to help find some teams to recruit at least to go play against his team over there and i'm gonna read a post i'm sure you read it uh what vanessa put a few days ago and to those who haven't who haven't read it i'm gonna read what she put this is the first statement she has she posted on instagram uh after the death and i apologize if i choke up a little bit because it's still really tough my girls and I want to thank the millions of people who've, been, who've shown support and love during this horrific time. Thank you for all the prayers. We definitely need them. We are completely devastated by the sudden loss of my adoring husband, Kobe, the amazing father of our children, and my beautiful, sweet Gianna, a loving, thoughtful, and wonderful daughter, and amazing sister to Natalia, Bianca, and Capri. We're also devastated for the families who lost their loved ones on Sunday, and we share in their grief intimately. There are not enough words to describe our pain right now. I take comfort in knowing that Kobe and Gigi both knew that they were so deeply loved. We were so incredibly blessed to have them in our lives and I wish they were here with us forever. They were our beautiful blessings taken away from us too soon. I'm not sure what our lives hold beyond today and it's impossible to imagine life without them. But we wake up each day trying to keep pushing because Kobe and our baby girl gg are shining on us to light the way our love for them is endless and that's to say immeasurable i just wish i could hug them kiss them and bless them have them here with us forever thank you for sharing your joy your grief and your support with us we ask that you grant us the respect and privacy we will need to navigate this new reality to honor our team mamba family the mamba sports foundation has set up the Mamba on Three Fund to help support the other families affected by this tragedy. To donate, please go to Mamba on Three dot org. To further Kobe and Gianna's legacy in youth sports, please visit Mamba Sports dot org. Thank you so much for lifting us up in your prayers and for loving Kobe, Gigi, Natalia, Bianca, Capri, and me. And then she ended with hashtag Mamba, hashtag Mamba Sita, hashtag Girls Dad, which is now, I believe, a worldwide trend. You actually did this. Yeah, yeah, Girl Dad. Um, hashtag daddy's girls hashtag family, and you wanna share and it, it, it's tough to speak because your daughter, my goddaughter is was one of the first things I thought of um being a father now, I don't know if you want to go ahead and put a perspective on that as well not only Kobe's the basketball player, but Kobe's the father yeah that I think that's where people lose
1: it as well when they start breaking down and crying is he left he left us with his daughter he he unfortunately died <coughs> with his daughter and um, that's where it's heartbreaking because as a dad the last thing i want to see ever is looking over at my daughter and telling her it's going to be okay yeah when in reality you know it's not going to be okay yeah so the final seconds that he had with her he was just trying to comfort her and tell her that it was going to be okay and that's what gets to a lot of us, fathers, <clears throat> mothers is with our kids is you want the best for your kids. And
0: Gigi had it. It's I think a lot of people are also gonna speak on not only the basketball player. Mean you have defended this man as the goat, you know what I mean for years. We I'm, we yeah. we didn't have Jordan. We didn't have him, but we had Kobe. And that's the one thing that people really underestimate They think it went from, you know, you hear people, oh, it went from Jordan to LeBron. No, everyone, ev- people forget that Duncan and Kobe were going at it for years. Each of them have five titles. And to me and you, Kobe's the greatest to ever do it. I mean, people want to put up like, you know, I don't want to throw Max coming on the bus, but I'm going to how they want to put up these analytic numbers. Oh, because of this ratio or this, you know, he's more clutch than Kobe or he's more clutch. Throw the numbers aside. Before there were numbers and these nerds taking over the game, the games that we love and behold, we watched with our eyes. We watched with, with thoughtful memories and those moments that made us want to be just like them. Who gave you that more than Kobe Bryant? Nobody. There was nobody. LeBron, Kyrie, Harden, uh, Kemba Walker, none of these players, Jason Tatum, none of them would play the way they play unless there was Kobe Bryant. We wouldn't have the people we have today if it wasn't for Kobe Bryant. And I'm going to talk more about the man Kobe Bryant. Because I heard a story. I don't know if you heard this. Michael Wilbon and Stephen A were talking about the memories that they did. Like where he would sit there and like, you know, I wrote a book before you. What are you doing? Yeah. Like all of a sudden you're a TV star <laughs> now you don't want to do anything. It's yeah, like yeah. he had that mentality. And then I heard Stephen A talk about how he told Kobe. He mistakenly told Kobe he had high cholesterol. Oh, so we're doing that now? You're going to have high cholesterol? What are you doing? Yeah. We're supposed to be <laughs> healthy here. Kobe had the mentality with everything. It didn't matter what it was. There was a story I heard where uh, one of the people from ESPN, uh, their son was talking to Kobe. Hey, Kobe, I got a 3.5. That's it? You don't uh, got a 4.0? What are you doing? Yeah. Do you have point five? that you got to work on? And I heard that. And me coming to school being an aspiring journalist, I'm like, oh, God, I got to get a 4.0. point oh. you going to get Kobe? a 4.0? Kobe's going to strive for greatness. Kobe's going to poke me in the back like, what are you doing? Yeah. It ain't a 4.0. You better get those high honors or else you, you ain't succeeding. <laughs> it, 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 he... You, Michael Jackson was the last big tragedy this world had. I don't know, but, but, no. I think it was Prince. Prince when it he died, Prin- Prince, it was yeah. Prince with the Purple Rain, and you know after he balled up on uh, Charlie Murphy, uh-huh. offered Offering him pancakes. Yeah. You ever heard that story with Dave Chappelle? No, I didn't hear that one. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you gotta watch that. To all those who haven't heard that story, go onto YouTube and put uh, Dave Chappelle Prince. You'll see that story. Charlie Murphy talked about that. Yeah, cause,
1: but I think uh, I think when Michael Jackson died, it actually stopped the world the way. Kobe did when he died.
0: I think Kobe was bigger. It felt like it. It It did. did. I mean, Michael Jackson had the world on it, on pause, but with Kobe, it's... I mean, you have talk show hosts, like, we're watching the video right here, Jimmy Fallon broke down crying about a a story that they had. I don't know if he saw it. You can look it up. Ellen. It's unfortunate. He died on her birthday. Yeah. Good friends. Really good friends. You know, he was always on... On Ellen, he died. <laughs> I'm, I, my girlfriend knows I'm not going to forget it. He died before our anniversary. It's just uh, one of those things where I don't think this world will ever get over the loss of Kobe Bryant. It's not, We won't ever get over it. Uh, we will continue to move on
1: and move forward because that's what Kobe would have wanted. Uh, but
0: we will not never forget it. Jerry West is still alive, and he's the logo. We expect <laughs> these guys to live. Yeah. Bill Russell's still alive. Like you, expe- Co- Kobe Bryant's one of those guys
1: who we think is going was gonna live forever. Yes, you know what I mean. Like we don't think, oh, Kobe's gonna die one day.
0: No, we don't think like that at all. Kobe's gonna live forever. Lie, answer me this: Did, did when who's like if there was no Kobe Bryant, do you think you would have watched sports the same? No,
1: no, honestly,
0: no. Uh, Kobe pretty much set the stone set the set the bar for for sports I think the memory that stands out to me the most was we were and I mentioned it in my other episode we're in the front living room 2010 of the finals yes. game 7 Then the, just the excitement me and you had watching him win his fifth title and we thought he was going to get number 6 yeah after that it's it's hard to talk it's still hard to believe i mean i don't think i'll ever be able to get over this maybe when the memorial happens there'll be some closure but i think those emotions are gonna come up during the hall of fame definitely definitely yeah he didn't even get a chance to to be in the hall of fame and shaq mentioned it like they were gonna they were gonna joke about how shaq told him like you know you're gonna get 50 points old man he goes i'm gonna get 60 Watch, watch watch this yeah yeah Kevin Garnett was going to be in there with him. And then, you, and then I showed you the video earlier of his mentality when Nick Young and Jeremy Lin, they were all in that interview. and <laughs> you see how serious like Kobe's he Kobe's face is like, that, <laughs> that would have not happened if I was there. Dude. Yeah. It's just like, oh, man, Kobe, we miss you so much, man. And to all those who passed away, we do not want to take any lives that were lost in that with a grain of salt. Every life that was on that helicopter, we... Pray for your families, and we hope that our condolences, of course, are with the Bryant family, but also all those who suffered. We can't take those lives with a grain of salt. Yeah, we we can't. So let's let's change gears, even though it's gonna be a little tough. But huh. now we're we're gonna go from uh, somber to a uh, little aggression. I'll let you be the biased one here, because uh, the last time we were here, we it was the World Series that had uh, happened, and well, both of our predictions are off. By a long shot. No, by a we, long shot. We both had Houston in the World Series, though. We did. We, we, we both, did. Yeah. We both had Houston, which we're gonna talk about them right now. Which uh, I'll let you be the biased one on this one here. Uh, we're both diehard Dodger fans, I would say. Um, so news came out, Houston, the whole. I'm pretty sure you know where I'm going with the this. cheating scandal. Oh, no, it's okay. The we'll cheating scandal. Okay, I was trying to be subtle about it, but I'll let you. They're cheaters. <laughs> I'm gonna put it out. They're <laughs> cheaters. <laughs> If you watch okay. the video, uh, Jose Altuve, <laughs> he's holding his jersey. Oh, you believe that?
1: Saying don't tug on my you, jersey. No, you believe that? Yes. Okay.
0: Yes. Well, it, well, here's here's what. It, apparently, he there was a thing going on where he says that his girlfriend or his wife didn't want him. No, his shirt to that's be on. a bunch. No, you of don't, BS. No, You <laughs> no, don't no, believe that? That's a bunch. Uh, you of You know BS. what? You know I, it's hard for me to say because I'm pretty sure I don't think if I was on TV, I don't think my girlfriend would want me taking off my shirt in the middle for millions of people to watch. Think about it. Think about it. They don't actually take off. I mean, sometimes they do, but they, oh, they wouldn't want to have ripped it off. No, but we like watch with all the Dodger walk-offs. They're ripping their shirts off, and jerseys, and, like, throwing seeds. But the motion that, like that he did,
1: it wasn't like a take off, don't take off my shirt motion. Yeah. It was just a Oh, tug. He, he grabbed it and, yeah, he went and like, like that. Yeah, like, tug. Like, don't, don't tug my shirt. Yeah, yeah, Because my
0: wires are going to fall out. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So, all right. So, to those who, who are living under a rock, the Houston Astros were caught... With uh, the trash can beating, uh, stealing pitches, and, you know, tipping – not tipping pitches, but, you know, stealing the calls and stuff like that. Uh, (laughs) This subject is, like, so rampant and, like, so upsetting that, like, it's hard for me just to break it down into legal terms. But I'm pretty sure everyone knows. So on this one, I will leave the floor to you. I will let you go on your rants. First off, do you believe that the Astros got punished well enough? Do you think there should have been more? Uh, What are the repercussions – what the repercussions should have been? How this affects the daughter's legacy? I will leave the floor to you. I'm just gonna make it simple,
1: make it clear and simple. The Astros should be banned from the World Series, from attending the World Series. Oh, whoa, for about three years. Whoa, three to five. Yes, from the whoa, yes, from the World Series. Please elaborate for me. They, the way they cheated, and you could say. Anybody could say they didn't cheat. He was really not tugging his jersey, saying "Don't, don't pull
0: my jersey off."
1: No, they're cheaters.
0: Well, at least talk about the trash can beating and and, and the the whistleblowing because I saw the the thing about the whistleblowing during the World Series. Yeah, that uh, at least at least elaborate on that one too. The the point of it all is is that they
1: they they didn't get the the punishment that they deserve. They didn't.
0: Uh, they if it was any other team, probably maybe they pro- probably would have got punishment. Now, you did hear that the players had immunity for ratting out, the, uh, admitting that they did it. Say it again. The players were granted immunity. That's why you haven't seen any punishment from the players. That might be why. That's yes. why you haven't seen any punishment from the players, because they, they were granted immunity. Okay. Well, well, again, I'll let you be the biased one here, because you know, I ev- have to be
1: unbiased. And everybody was talking about the Dodgers deserve the, the World Series for those years. And I'll be the first one to admit, yeah, I said something like that, but yeah, I was mad. I was mad when I found out. Yeah.
0: Dude, <laughs> dude, I walked out I walked out of your house. Was it was a game five when yeah. they had the 12-12 yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I walked out of your house. I was so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd be the
1: first to admit I, I was the one that said give the Dodgers those World Series. But maybe the Dodgers didn't play hard enough to win them. Even though, you know, they say cheaters never win. Maybe the Dodgers didn't play hard enough to win those World Series. I do think they should be stripped of those World Series titles. Uh, they should be able to attend World Series for a while.
0: Well, it was only the one year cuz the Red Sox were the also the ones that they're being uh, they're being put under investigation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I think uh
0: I think there needs to be punishment for the Astros. Okay. So, isn't it weird how we lost back-to-back years to cheaters? To cheaters. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm going to try and be unbiased here because, you know, I'm learning to <laughs> I have to not be biased to be as an aspiring journalist, so I got to keep it composed even though I want to go off on Okay, I believe it was they were underpunished. I believe that the general manager who I mean, he deserved to get fired because of how his representative went off on the female reporters and stuff like that. But you saw that. Yeah. So it was kind of stacking up Uh, for A.J. Hinch to get fired and none of the players, I think, is a little of an understatement. I believe the players, at least Jose Altuve and uh, Alex Bregman should get punished. Not all of them, but at least the two that were like the main headliners. Wasn't it George Springer? Apparently, through the reports, all of them except for Carlos Correa were like on board with this whole thing, except um, for Carlos Correa. Except for Carlos Correa. Um, now the buzzer, buzzer thing. I it, okay. I I will give it to you. The way he acted on that was really suspicious. But it's like you know, uh, it just seems a little far fetched that they would put like some kind of technological advancement to like. Because don't you think if like they were getting buzz, like they would you see a little reaction? while they're up to bat like at least like a little shock therapy because yeah. during shock therapy you see like the body kind of flinches and I didn't see any flinches during that whole thing so I mean it seems like a stretch but the whole trash can thing I've been watching the tapes I believe that there was stuff there I believe the, the title should have been stripped I don't know about being banned for three years that just seems like a, I mean because you have the we're going to go back in history about th- teams that have been banned you had the 1919 Black Sox who got banned I forget I believe it was for uh for uh, game fixing that was pretty exempt or pretty out there. So, of course, you know, for that to happen, it, they deserve to get banned. Pete Rose, as a manager, fixing games or at least you yeah. know, betting on games. Yeah. At, I mean, if you're going if, to – if this is a, oh, the only punishment the Astros are going to get and you know, we haven't even heard anything from the Red Sox, I think Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. I yeah. mean, the dude's Mr. Hustle. I mean, the, the guy deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I believe this punishment was a little – Less uh, than it should have been. I believe they should have got the title stripped, but I don't think it should have went to the Dodgers. I think no, this should yeah. just be an asterisk because I'm pretty sure me and you being Dodger fans and all the Dodger fans who are listening, I'm pretty sure Kershaw wouldn't want that title. Justin Turner doesn't want that title. <coughs> Cody Bellinger doesn't. Want, they don't want that title without earning it. Yeah, but, and that's why I said they probably Cheaters never
1: win, so they probably didn't play hard enough to actually. If they played hard enough, they probably would have won.
0: But you have to admit, taking it to Game Seven against Cheaters is pretty damn good. Taking it to seven yeah. games, Taking it to seven yeah. Now, yeah. and, the, and that was, I believe, I'm still thinking, I think it was game five or game six. It might have been game six, but that 12-12 game, that had to be one of the best games in World Series history. You have to admit that. Even oh, yeah. with the cheating. Yeah. I mean, uh, and I'm going to mention it again. We're sitting there at your house and we're watching Brendan Morrow get rocked Which he had never had happened to him During the season mm-hmm. Or the entire postseason We thought we had this game In the this series in the bag Because of the rotation You had Brendan Morrow Kenley Jansen Clayton Kershaw Maeda was in the bullpen Ross Stribben was in the bullpen We thought we had it made And then we just watched them get 12 points And we're like We're done I walk out of your house And I'm like This is, this is it I'm done I'll see you later We'll just go on to the next game And I'm listening to the radio And you're still watching the TV We're calling each other While my sister's sleeping I'm like Dude, do you see this? I don't, I don't.
1: We like, start. Started, started the, the rally. rally.
0: Chris Taylor ties the game. It was just unbelievable. But... I'm, again, I'm trying not to be biased here. It's so hard not to be biased because to watch a team ruin the legacy of not only Kershaw, Hugh Darvish, and Kenley Jansen, but to all the teams that they played before that, it's so wrong. I think Steve Mike Clevenger said it, that the fact that they're sitting there... They should be ashamed of themselves. And none of the players have apologized. If any, Joseph Verlander joked about it. I don't yeah, understand. He I, joked I think about I've it. I have seen that. He joked about it. And Clayton Kershaw did not like that. No, Nor did no. Cody. That, how many times do you think these players are going to get hit during the season?
1: It's, it's going to be a battle now between them whenever they play. There, there's going to be brawls.
0: Benches are going to clear. And not even with just the Dodgers, but everyone else. Yeah. The Yankees? Yeah. Yanke- Yankees? yeah. They play the Yankees. Oh, God. Two two years in a row they got screwed by cheating teams, just yep. like the Dodgers, two yep. years in a row. And It's gonna be a uh, bloodbath this upcoming season with with the Astros. And just think about it, two years in a row, we could have had Dodgers and Yankees, the two best franchises in baseball in back to back years. That would have been the perfect world series. It, it would have been it, you know, everyone on the East Coast would have been happy, everyone on the yeah. left the West Coast would have been happy somewhere up in heaven. Uh the Brooklyn Dodgers ownership would be smiling up there with Jackie Robinson yeah. because he represented New York and Los Angeles. Oh god, it would have been a great World Series. Pre- prepare to see benches clear this year for sure. Now with the le- now with what the- where this leaves the Dodgers, their legacy and and so forth. Where do you think this impacts their legacy, and where do you think the Dodgers are? How do you think they're going to come back this year? I think and finding out the, all these news. All the news.
1: I think Dodgers are going to come out strong again. Um, they still need to get their pitching under control. Seems like they got the good the the right batters in place. Um, but they're going to come
0: out swinging the bets and they're going to come out pitching their, their heart out. Well, let me just inform those who who don't know, Um, you know, it's, I am always on the news and I'm always, we're, me and Charles are always in communication with each other. It's pretty imminent according to sources and Buster Only is really sure, for sure on this is that Mookie Betts and David Price are coming to the Dodgers. That's the yeah. talk. Now, the question is who would go with that trade talk? Would well, it be like Alex Verdugo and maybe some some prospects and stuff like that? But if Mookie Betts and David Price come to the Dodgers, let me let me tell you, I, I was telling my girlfriend this, uh, I believe it was earlier this week, the Dodgers are going to come on a tear because they are pissed that two years in a row they were screwed out of titles. Yes. Imagine that. Not one time, but two years in a row you get screwed out of a title because there are teams that are stealing your signs. Like... And it's okay. It's one thing when you're on second base and you're telling your your teammates stuff like that. That's you one, one thing, yeah. But when you're using technology and like bad stuff like that, that's a whole different thing. And let me tell you, I believe the Dodgers are going to come back with a vengeance. Hearing this, they're going to go on a tear and make a statement that we should have won those titles. I have a strange feeling it's going to be one of those years, and maybe the Yankees too. Maybe the Yankees. Maybe yeah. the Yankees too, because now they have Garrett Cole. Oh, that, that's a good that's a good starting rotation right there with Garrett Cole on the mound, but. If Mookie bets and David Price come with the Dodgers, which they say it's imminent, now it's just a matter of when. It probably be before spring training, the Dodgers are going to go on a tear. Yeah, I believe they're, they're going to go on a tear and they're going to be back in it. Now, will they choke in the playoffs? Uh, depends on what Clayton Kershaw you get. Yeah, it depends, yeah. You getting. <laughs> it depends on what Clayton Kershaw. It depends
1: on what Clayton Kershaw you
0: get. I think me and you were stunned when they lost to the Nationals because our old Dodger Howie Kendrick is the one who put the nail in the coffin, and we're sitting, Kershaw. We're both yeah. sitting there like, yeah. oh my god karma just came back to bite us because we traded howie kendrick and underused him because he was really good in los angeles a lot of people don't remember that he was pretty solid as as a hitter not great but he was not bad at all when he needed to make contact
1: with the ball he did when he needed to put the ball in play he did
0: (laughs) i just you could uh, you could bet people were going to put expectations i think on the power rankings early power rankings they had the Dodgers as the number one team i think or at least the top three yeah so, people have expectations for this team, and now it's just a matter of. This is we'll still
1: see. a good, young, talented team, and
0: they're going to be out there to, to get back to the World Series. Well, I mean, you have, you know, Gavin Lux coming out of nowhere looking really good. They'll probably put him at second. Dustin May's looking. He's looking. He's not bad. His two seamer is really good. Yeah. He's, His, a- he's got a really good two seamer. Tony Gonslin is really underrated. Really underrated. He was a really good pitcher. Yeah. So, I think they have a lot of depth. Uh, now it's just a matter of what they do with the because I hear that he's not happy with his position. Um, Corey yeah, Seager. Yeah, he,
1: he wants to be a starter for sure.
0: Corey Seager's going to be the the wild card too because he did
1: not look that great last year. They might add him to the trade bait. You think so? They might add him to the trade bait, yeah. he Past two years, actually, he's he's been okay. For, from what we hear reports, Nolan Arenado
0: wants to be a Dodger. You start adding more players in for trades. I think it'll be an interesting year for the Dodgers. You know When Mookie Bats come in... Imminent, imminently. just a matter of when, and then Nolan Arenado wanting to opt out of his contract to come to Los Angeles again. Those are just reports. Those aren't real, or, or are they fake? I, I say we see now. Our our division is going to be pretty tough still. Well, you but got but still got Machado, and you still Fernando got Machado, yeah, and you San still got Diego. the Rockies, you got the Dodgers,
1: you got Bumgarner in Arizona. Oh, that's right, I forgot about that. Yeah, you got it,
0: in Arizona. Oh yeah. So our
1: the NLS is not looking soft no more no dodgers are gonna run with run away
0: with it and the wild card is the giants because like you know we're Dodger fans and of course the, the rivalry is we're gonna hate the giants yeah. giants can get hit the dodgers but you can never underestimate the giants when they play the
1: dodgers never that that's always a, a tough matchup for the dodgers always no matter if the giants are are one in 15 when they start out the season if they come to play the dodgers they want to
0: beat the dodgers and that's the no, are We t- are we talking about the players. or are We talking about the fans because the fans like to fight each other too. Yeah, we talk about both. <laughs> <of> them, <so. laughs> I like. L- l- we're gonna go on this topic for a little bit because I think it's crazy how some guys fight over these games and some of that. Me and you are very passionate fans. We get you know we're screaming, "Let's go!" This double blah, blah. We get really into these games, but I, I don't think I'd ever fight. At the, end of the at the end of the day, you're like, okay, it is just a game. Yeah, like, it's like I'm not gonna fight anybody. Yeah. Like, dude, you we're not playing. Do we wish we were? Hell yeah, we wish we were. Cause we were both we both played until like unforeseen circumstances and personal issues kind of got in the way of us doing stuff. But dude, we're not in the game. We're not fighting. Yeah, we. Sh- but. So the <laughs> the the Nos
1: is going to be it's going to be a challenge for the Dodgers this year, but I still have them on top of the Nos for sure.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be it'll be the Dodgers. I think the close two is going to be the Padres. I think the Padres are going to be a sleeper this year. There you go, you got the Padres I, still. I think they got a. I think the Padres will be a close two. The Rockies and the Giants will be kind of that close three four. Yeah. And it, like you said, it won't be a soft division. I no. think all four, even with the Giants losing Bochy, they still have that unity that they always have, and you know they have. Pablo Sandoval. I think they re him for another year. They did. Yeah. And, and it's just for veteran presence. Yeah. They still have Posey. So they have all those keep. Didn't they get rid of Brandon Belt, though? I don't know. I'd I, uh, I would have to talk to Anthony because I think he would know more about that. But th- those guys are still going to be a very, very
1: well-run team, no matter who's running the organization. Yeah, I'm, I'm not being biased by saying Dodgers are going to take down on West. I, you know, if if I felt like the, the Rockies were stronger, I'd say, hey, the Rockies might take down on West, you know?
0: And we might be wild card, Well, we but... thought these past two years that they would because they were really on the Dodgers' tail. I mean, they they took, were. They yeah. took them to one sixty three the last last year, but yeah. the year before, right? Yeah. yeah, they're
1: they're. We thought they were going to have a chance at the NOS, but I, oh. st- I still think the Dodgers are the, are the team to beat the NOS.
0: Oh, I mean, I mean, but you got the Nats still coming in. we off, the, off well, the World Series. They resigned. Um, they resigned. Uh, not, yeah, Strasburg. Um, so it'll be. It'll just be one of those we'll see. But they did lose Anthony Rendon, who went to to the Angels. Yeah, they did. So that will be a very big piece. But they still kept Ryan Zimmerman. They still have Howie Kendrick still. Um, Juan Soto is going to step it up big this year. So early prediction for this season. Because baseball is coming up this month. we got the pitchers coming back. Spring training is going to happen. Who do you got representing the NL? This is way early prediction. Way early prediction? um, uh,
1: Man. I have to go with the Dodgers still, because they're gonna come out swinging the bats, and if this uh, David Price trade gets done, it's gonna boost the momentum. So I
0: got them represent the NL. AL, I got the Yankees. I I have to agree. I think both teams are very pissed off that the two years they had screwed up championship aspirations and, and titles. The Yankees are gonna be mad because they could have won. The, they could have went to the World Series twice. Dodgers gonna be pissed because they could have won the World Series twice. I think this is the year that these two organizations play and all of the United States will be happy that a cheating team is not <laughs> playing in the World Series. And
1: I, I got the Yankees
0: because they were strong either way. And then you had Garrett Cole. Oh, did, what did uh, Boone call them? Savages on the in the plate? <laughs> savages yeah. the, in the plate? Then we hear Zach and Eli talk about them. Savages in the plate. They're
1: going uh, to be the team to beat.
0: Yeah, because I, I don't. with Ho- Altuve saying they're going to be back at the World Series. No, nah, not with all the pitches they're going to be nope. throwing at him. There's no way. There's no way. How many times do you think Altuve gets hit in the head over under? <laughs> we won't talk about that. You no, know. oh, I'm just going to throw it out there because there'll be a lot of people that will be really pissed off at him and Bregman. Well, so he's, over so under, he's
1: so short that the pitch will go over his <laughs> head, <but. laughs>
0: Okay, over under, I'll give you 10 hit by pitches. Over under, how many times do you think the, uh, the Astros team gets hit by uh, pitch? Over yeah. under 10. I don't
1: know, man. 15 times they get hit I think I don't know To be honest There's gonna be a lot of teams Aiming for them And it's It's gonna It's gonna be Some brawls this year I'll tell you that Benches are gonna clear When the Astros Step on the field It's gonna be hockey For
0: baseball Yeah They're gonna have a lot of fights They are gonna clear Okay So We'll transition For this last time We're gonna go to the NFL It is Super Bowl Sunday today And Actually I wanna bring up An old buddy of yours Antonio Brown, your Antonio boy. Brown. Your boy. You no, heard the interview man. last night. He apologized to the NFL. He apologized to the Florida police. He apologized to everybody. I know you want to get on him. I know you want to go off. I want. I, I will let you speak on Antonio Brown. Because last time we heard, I heard you say that you guys are going to win the division. If we had Antonio no, Brown. we had Antonio Brown. We the would the have won the division. Oh, <laughs> And we have to debate on the Max Crosby-Nick Bosa reward, which we're going to get into. But I will let you speak on Antonio Brown. D- defend your boy. Defend I, I, your boy. I, I had high hopes. Everybody had high hopes
1: for Antonio Brown and Derek Carr. Every, Raider Nation had high hopes for them. They were going to be the one-two duo. And then he comes out with his, with his blisters on his feet and, and his helmet. He can't find the right helmet. He doesn't want to play if he can't have his helmets. Um, and then he gets mad at John Gruden, and then he gets mad at Mike Mayock, and he calls him a cracker. Oh, I was about to say, don't forget he called him yeah, a cracker. called and him a cracker. Th- and from <clears> that <throat> point on, you just kind of look at it as, okay, you got to stop focusing on Tony Brown just start focusing on the team that
0: actually wants to play. Don't forget, John Gruden did say, he'll be number one in the NFL on energy. Yeah. <laughs> keep keep yeah. that same energy. Keep that
1: same energy. He had a lot of energy, that's for sure. Uh, Raiders let him go. Uh, he wanted to be released. Signed with the Patriots. Conspiracy theorists say it was set up. Was, I, was, I was one of them. We yeah. were actually both. Yeah. We were
0: both conspiracy theorists at that point. Thought yeah. he wanted to go to the Patriots. Yeah,
1: it was set up. What uh, the thing that gets me is the way he talked about Derek Carr. This man invited you into his home. This man wanted to work with you. Wanted to work out with you. And then you go say stuff about him. And then he wants to apologize to the raid organization. And then he wants to go put the text out right after he apologizes. Oh, the phone call. The phone call, yeah. The phone
0: call on YouTube, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that situation. Oh. And oh. Oh.
1: then he goes to New England and he comes out with a, a new case. Two.
0: Two. Two. Yeah. So New England lets him go. He hasn't found a team yet. Well, remember, he was going to the Saints for a minute, but then they asked him, do not bring your posse. What do he do? He brought, he brought your posse. posse. I only got one thing to say to Antonio Brown. You blew it! <laughs> and it's pretty subtle like that. Yeah. He did. He had all the opportunity in the world to play with the Super Bowl-contained team. And, and, and Skip Bayless brought up something the other, uh, a few weeks ago. And you know what? He, he, he was exaggerating. The minute Antonio Brown left the Patriots, that was the end of the dynasty. That was it. Because you notice, none of the receivers played up to Tom Brady's standards. They... Collapse against the Titans, <coughs> against the Titans, who shut down the, the, the Ravens but lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. And I gotta say this to the Titans. You blew it! Because they did. He they did blow it. They, bre- they beat the Ravens, who people thought were gonna be in the Super Bowl this year, and they beat the Patriots, the Dynasty, who they think is the end of Tom Brady going to New England, which they say might be going to Las Vegas with the Raiders, which I feel bad for Derek Carr. <laughs> Let me what do you think on that? Uh I think I think they do not make that happen. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I hear the other rumor is Miami. I hear his wife is wants that's Miami. That's fine. Go to Miami. No, no. Let <laughs> me to tell Miami. you my girlfriend's a Dolphins fan. She does not want that. They've been playing each other for years. Go to Miami. <laughs> go ahead and <laughs> your business Miami. No, they're gonna stay say, away from Vegas. They will they will the Dolphins will probably get Ryan Fitzpatrick. I know that they were wanting to get back on another deal. The Dolphins are probably Draft Tua Tagovailoa and have him stay behind Ryan Fitzpatrick. That will be a better deal than going with Tom Brady. Anything right now? I mean, don't get me wrong. Tom Brady, he's still a good quarterback. You know, he did oh, yeah. he did
1: not look the same this year though. Uh, he he missed he missed some good targets. Um, so him with the Raiders, I don't think that would solve the
0: Raiders' issue at all. Do you think? Do uh, you think Antonio Brown ever gets a job again in the NFL? One day. You know, I think you would wonder. It's so hard because, you know, there was a there was a reporter that talked about the O.J. Chase. June, I believe it was June 17th or 14th, 1994. It was a Shakespearean collapse. I think we're seeing that in Antonio Brown. Yeah. We're talking about a guy who was being traje- trajectorially compared to Jerry Rice. <clears throat> to be one of the greatest to ever do it.
1: Yeah.
0: Then all of a sudden, he just goes nuts. Like, literally, just out of nowhere, just starts going nuts. He's a rapist. He's throwing these... I don't want to go into detail, uh, graphic detail, because we're on a radio show, we're on a podcast. But he was throwing illicit objects at his baby mother while his kids are there and telling his kids, Oh, I love you, and then cussing out his baby mother, calling all these different words, and then he cusses out the police. Then almost hits a child, apparently, on his in the Miami home or Hollywood, Florida, where he threw that stuff off the balcony. Almost hit a child. And then he goes and barricades himself in his own house when he's got a warrant for his arrest. Oh, and don't forget, they beat up that dude who was woman in that moving truck. Can't forget that. <laughs> his betrayer gets arrested, and he goes out there and he barricades himself if he's, he's like some dude going up against Nazi Germany uh, or you know any of these world War people, you know the, the, the uh, I you know the Nazi Germany was the first thing I thought of because of World War II. but it's just like, dude. What happened? He's just trying to stay relevant
1: still. That's what it is. He's trying to stay relevant because no longer is he being talked about the greatest wide receiver in the NFL. Who is the greatest wide receiver in the NFL right now? In my opinion, I would have said Odell. I got D Hop. But
0: you have D I have D hop. Michael Thomas. No, no. Michael he, Thomas. Dude, it's, that's because the Breeze throws at him because who else do they have? There's no reason he's throwing to Michael Thomas. Who else do they have? Jet Game. Come on oh, now. He just takes I, He just a stop over the field. I got to go Michael Thomas. I, mean, I got DeAndre Hawkins, dude. His hands? Are you kidding me? If Odell wasn't on the Browns and he didn't have Baker Mayfield throwing the ball to him. Oh, man. Imagine if he went to the Rams. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> well, Rams' James Goff wasn't partying. Rams should. Oh, <laughs> dude. I read that report. And, oh, my God, dude. I was pissed. I said to you, remember, I was going off because yeah. I think it was after the, the Steelers game when they should have won that game and golf was. Just like awful in that game. He was awful. I don't even want to go on that rant about the Rams. This was a terrible year. The offensive line was garbage. Todd Gurley was not the same. I think it was because Sean McVay was limiting his carries. Jared Goff was just completely irrelevant. The defense was terrible. I don't that's another story for another day for me. And that, that's like after the Super Bowl is well done and gone. I'm gonna go on that rant. So there was something else you want to mention about uh, a, two certain Raiders who didn't get a reward? I like, think you want to mention that on the air? First of all, Josh Jacobs got
1: robbed. When I was on your last show, I said Josh Jacobs is going to win Rookie of the Year. Which I
0: did concur to that somewhat. I did think Kyler Murray, though. I did tell you Kyler Murray was probably going to win Rookie of the Year. Which he shouldn't have. Nah, I, I will agree with you. I think Josh Jacobs should have won it. Josh Jacobs definitely should have won it by unanimous decision. I don't know about unanimous. They would have probably would have made it close. I don't know what Kyler Murray
1: did this year that made him stand out to win. I did, his I, first game he tied he only went six and ten or six and nine if you want to count that tie
0: whatever mm-hmm. he didn't do nothing spectacular i think only because of just how like the cardinals are terrible last year what were they like two, three and 13 or like four and 12 so heisman comes in and wins you three more games and he's uh I, I just think it shows trajectory i think that's what they're doing but i did tell you this is a quarterback driven league and they're always going to go with the quarterback no matter what, they're always gonna go with the quarterback. It's just the way this league is. It's just like that year Tom Brady went because Todd Gurley. Who do you think? Who did you think I thought was going to win the true. MVP? Yeah. Todd Gurley because he was almost setting records and they yeah. gave it to Tom Brady because why? Because of the quarterback. It's a yeah. quarterback-driven league. Uh-huh. So I mean, Aaron Donald was in the mix. What last year they gave it to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Aaron Donald set records. They gave it to Patrick Mahomes because he's a quarterback. It's a quarterback-driven league. So, I mean. I agree with you. Josh Jacobs showed a lot of brilliance this year. And I and I did tell you he was going to do some things. I did tell you. Uh, uh, Cleveland Farrell, I did tell you, it was a stretch. Yeah, no. He, he was a big stretch. I'm hoping he comes out this year different.
1: And you got, you he, guys he should, said he was.
0: You guys should have went for Josh Allen, the defensive end of Kentucky. Because you see the way he lit it up in Jacksonville. It's something with Clemson players. No. That, <laughs> that John Gruden and Mike Mayock love. Good man, the, those first round picks—they saw DeAndre Hopkins, man. <laughs> yeah. They see Deshaun Watson. Let me tell you something, man. <coughs> that guy shows some brilliance, man. Yeah.
1: Oh, so. and there was there was
0: another award that you thought got robbed.
1: I didn't. I didn't think he got robbed. I mean, I think he should have been closer. Uh, I think Max Crosby had a little bit of an
0: edge than Nick Bosa. Please elaborate for those who who don't understand the significance of Max Crosby. I will leave that to you. So the please. only thing, the only thing that separates Matt
1: Crosby and Nick Bosa is that Max Crosby had one more sack than Nick Bosa? He had 10. Okay. Bosa had not. And then you look at the interceptions. Bosa has one. Crosby has none. So I think just the interception was really what took him over the top to win it. What about the tackles for loss? Who had the most tackles for loss? He had like one more over Max Crosby. Don't quote me on that, but okay. I okay, believe I okay. saw
0: one, one or two more. I'm quoting you on that. Yeah. <laughs> no, <so> no. <laughs> yeah. Um, it
1: wasn't it wasn't a huge gap difference between these two at all.
0: Okay. I'll give you what probably gave the voters a little bit of a push, and that's the significance of the player on the field. Max Crosby, don't get me wrong, he is a very, very high talent. Very, very significant talent. He has a bright feature ahead, and I think he will be great for the Raiders going ahead. I thought it was a great pickup that you guys made this year. In so, the draft. yeah, I, I mean, he's going to be
1: great. Uh, I can now say we won the Khalil Mack trade. We got Josh Jacobs out of it. Oh, and don't forget Jonathan Abram. We got Jonathan Abram. Now we have Max Crosby. So, our top three picks, we got two out of three. 66%, which is really good. That's fine. Yeah. I'll yeah. Take it. Um, if Clean and Farrell comes out balling next year, we definitely won the Khalil Mack trade because we got Farrell and Crosby.
0: Uh, I mean, at least you guys have picks. Rams got none because we're chaining them off for, you know, celebrities. I mean, we're in Hollywood, so we I mean, might as well. Uh, you got some stats you want to put out there, buddy? Yeah. Uh, go ahead and read them. Okay. So to the listeners, so Max Cros. Okay, so we're putting Nick Bosa and Max Crosby. All right. So they each match on 47 tackles. They tied with tackles for loss. Max Crosby has one more sack uh, 10 for Max, 9 for Nick. Four forced fumbles for Max Crosby, one forced fumble for Nick Bosa. Uh, four passes defended for Max Crosby. Uh, one fumble recovery for Nick Bosa. Two passes defended against Max Crosby's four, then the one interception. So they're right neck and neck. I think the other thing that these well, you know what? It's just like with with the hype. You also got to think this is a business, and the in the league is gonna go for hype. Yeah, Nick it's Nick Bosa Bosa's name. Bosa's his name? And the fact of his presence on the field. I mean, you saw how much of a presence he was. I mean, do you really think that the Niners defensive line. The Niners had the same players on that field last year as they did this year, except Nick Bosa came on the field this year, and look how much of a difference he made on the defensive line. Well, and this whole, is me being a Rams fan, yeah, playing that, him two times out of the year. Todd Gurley right over them twice that, last year. All of a sudden, he can't even get like <laughs> 75 yards rushing.
1: This is that whole Niners defensive line just legit they're stout Robert Sala you know, I think Robert saw oh, oh my god he's gonna be a head coach pretty soon pretty soon uh, I think Nick Bosa missed a game or two this year mm-hmm. with the an ankle injury or something and you saw the difference I did see a difference but the way they were getting to the quarterback it was like he was it was whatever like he they still got to the quarterback the same all right. And it was just an extra person getting to the quarterback when Nick Bosa was back.
0: All right, let's get into that right now. Then we're we're gonna go with our Super Bowl prediction. We have the Chiefs and Irish today. Although both of us aren't, you know, really into this because of the whole Kobe thing, we we still got to get into it. it. It's gonna be tough because we're gonna honor Kobe today. I'm pretty sure both of us are still gonna get a little emotional over it. I'm pretty sure everyone around the world is gonna get emotional for it. But Super Bowl Sunday. Kansas City Chiefs of Patrick Mahomes versus Nick Bosa in that 47. Uh, for, well, I don't know why I said 47, but the 49ers. Yeah, 47. <laughs> 47 points? No, so no, 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 no. That's probably You that. know something we don't know? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know that much. I just do as much research as I can. Prediction, score, you're leaning which direction, sir? I am leaning toward the Niners
1: because of their defensive line and their back-of-the-house defense. Uh, prediction? I got 27-24
0: San Francisco. There are two ways to beat this, this Kansas City offense. One, you need to play a zone defense and have a great defensive line in order to get to the quarterback. The Niners have that. You need to stop running game to keep Patrick Holmes off of the field and kill a lot of clock. The Niners have that. Derrick Henry showed that, the, that a team could go up 10-0 to zero against Kansas City. The Texans were up twenty-four to zero on this team. A lot of people forget that the Texans were up twenty-four to zero, but they don't have the defense the Niners have. The Titans were up ten to zero on this team. They don't have the defense the Niners has. The Niners have. If the Chiefs stumble out of the gate, the Niners will not give up that lead. No. Now each of these teams had at least one bad loss. The Chiefs lost to the Colts. Niners lost to the Falcons. So we can't put those games into perspective because those are. Trap games, yeah. So, I I've been so back and forth. One day I'm thinking the Chiefs, cause I think Patrick Mahomes is so much of a generational talent. Like he, it's so hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes because he's just so good, he's so good. Yeah. He's so good. But then you got the defense led by Robert Sala, who's just getting the quarterback again. I mention the Rams' offense, who was just top two last year, got shut down by the Niners' defense. Lost to them what thirty eight to seven in one game, thirty eight seven. I was furious, but you have to respect that Niners defense. Me, after much consideration, and this is no, this is no bias, no want, no need, because if I, if I wanted, I hoped this game would get canceled and it would just nullify <laughs> this game, and we would just move on to next year. It's a tie. Yeah, it's just a tie. <laughs> Everybody wins, as long as the Patriots aren't in the Super Bowl. That's all, that's that's all right, we yeah. hold. That's all that matters. <laughs> we already won the Super Bowl. We already the won the already. Super Bowl. We already won. So me, I've got San Francisco 28 24, the Niners get that sixth title tie with the Patriots and the Steelers for the most Super Bowls in NFL history. That's it. Charles, thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode, and we'll see you guys next time. And everyone, enjoy the Super Bowl. Kobe Bryant, rest in peace.